Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Simply the best. Dun, 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 dun. It's better than all the rest. I'm going to call it there. Oh, the passion. I love it. I'm still reeling from Monday night football. We have a new record holder, a new goat in Supercoach. See you later, Tommy Turbo. Hello, James Tedesco. 199 points he finished up with post-updates. That, I'm reliably informed, is the record for Supercoach. So well done, Teddy. You were the difference from round five. But uh, enough said. We went through uh, more than enough last night. So we're moving straight on to round six, Teamless Tuesday. Not quite as exciting as some of the other ones we've had this year but i thought who better to run through it all with than our very own Supercoach talk mailman adam styles how are you mate yeah good mate um like you said just uh i think after what was a really exciting round it's been a really uh non-exciting teamless tuesday which is probably a good thing for a lot of us uh given how sides seem to be panning out this year well, yeah, you were just talking off air before. It seems to be your draft side is basically cursing the competition. <laughs> Maybe just run through some of the names that you've picked out in your draft side, where they yeah. are now. Yeah, cool. Let's uh, let's relive this one again. So my draft side are some notable players who have featured over the first few rounds. Uh, John Bateman, Dave Fafida, Jazz Tavunga, Katoni Staggs, Kurt Capewell, AJ Brimson, uh, there's probably more, but just if if you want my biggest tip for this year, just don't pick anyone in my draft side because they they are just cursed. The boys are four and one though, so they're holding it together. But it's it's by a threadbare string, mate. It's uh it's it's hard to watch. <laughs> Jeez, in a, about three months' time, and all those guys are back on deck. You'll be absolutely flying though, so maybe you can hang on. Who knows? But I think that's that's the mail we want, mate. We want the uh, who's in Stalsy's draft yeah. team this week. I'll just post uh, it and you can just, just make your team decisions accordingly. <laughs> love it. Uh, back on Classic, I guess we might as well run through a bit of a around the grounds in terms of our, our league here with a, a lot of the talk contributors and some of the experts in there. So just looking at the ladder now, uh, I'm still in shock at this one. He's climbed again, but <laughs> the Duffelbag Boys, owned by Nick, uh, former site great. Um, the less he tries, the better he seems to be doing. But uh, overall rank of 225. And this is the same guy in the chat. Uh, I think it was, was it Monday Monday morning? He was saying something like, oh, this round's just shit. Uh, turns out he had Tedesco as captain. So, of course, <laughs> well done to Nick. I don't know how he's doing it, but he is well ahead of the nearest. And that's uh, oh, the revolution, Benny G. Uh, dropped a little bit this week because he doesn't have Teddy. He's in about 5,000. Um, not too far behind him on 
5,200. So climbed a little bit thanks to thanks to Teddy this week. Uh, if I just scroll down, you have to bear with me. This might take <laughs> some time. Oh, yeah, there, there you are. <laughs> There's Stolsey. Did you get a thumb cramp from all mate. that scrolling? Oh, you've improved. You're 27,000th at the moment. So 12.48 last round, um, Teddy Captain. Yeah, I think it's really a sign of the times that I'm pretty excited to move up to 27,000. So um, just we were talk- like you said, we were talking off air before, and I think just every coin toss decision I've made this year has just been wrong. So I think the only right thing I've done is bring in Tedesco last round and just chuck the C on him and hope for the best. So I think that's uh, salvaged a bit of pride for me in the uh, turnstiles. Well, that's it. It's at the end of the day, it's these sort of week to week plays that can make or break. Like you would have climbed, I don't know how many, uh, 10,000s of spots this week just based off of that. Uh, you look at some of the other guys, like Lakey had a tough week. I don't think he has Tedesco. He's 1086 and he's back to 32,000th. Uh, Wilf, poor old Wilf, he's climbed a little bit this week, courtesy of Angus Crichton. Uh, pod play from him. No Tedesco, but he's 38,000th. I see in Trell. I think he brought in Trell as well. So. He did. Yeah, he's uh, very much going the risky options at this stage of the year. So his uh, Champions uh, podcast will be a good listen just to see what the hell he's going to do week to week. But uh, a few, like yourself, a few exciting plays on the horizon. And I guess that's the good part of this season. I think on the last pod uh, I remember speaking to you on, you just mentioned it's the year to to just do what you wouldn't normally do and, and throw some darts. So I guess that's the exciting part of this shortened season, right? Yeah, absolutely. Like if if you've ever wanted to do something in Supercoach, this is the year for it, particularly if you're a bit down in the rankings or you've got some injuries, just don't don't go, just go against the grain. If everyone's bringing in player X, just throw a dart at someone who you think might outscore them. Worst case, they flop, but uh, it's it's the time to do it. Get it all out of your system and then, uh, then we'll start again with uh, probably a, a bit more uh, standard rules and uh, scoring next year. Mm, it's always next year. But yeah, Wenon's talking about bringing in Matt Dufty this week for the Dragons. So, yeah, one big game. That. And he's, I mean, why not? It's, uh, I can't fault him. He's got the Titans this week. So, you just never know in this day and age. Could be the difference. Uh, or it could be an absolute fail. But at the end of the day, he's 40,000. So, what is it really going to do? I guess we'll move on now to Teamless Tuesday. So, as you said at the top of the pod, not really that much movement in there, but a couple of interesting plays in the casualty ward. So, I guess we'll, we'll start with that. Um, big news coming out of training on, on Sunday. We were getting a live tweeting uh, feed from Wenon, who was stalking them at the ground, but Katoni Staggs pulled up with a hammy injury uh, on a run there. Four to six weeks, he's out now. So all of a sudden, that move from uh, Corey Oates into the second row, he's back on the wing. Um, I think he got Herbie Farnworth in there now. But uh, yeah, four to six weeks, is that right for Staggs? Yeah, that's right. Um, I think the news came back a bit better than expected, um, particularly as we all know, hamstrings uh, can be very tricky. So four to six uh, is probably not looking too bad. Um, I saw NRL Physio did a um, comparison post of similar sort of hamstring grades and they were around that four to six week mark. So hopefully uh, we see him back on the uh, field soon, but for super coach purposes, uh, I don't think you can hold him that long. No, he's done his job. We brought him in for that um, massively negative break even uh, post the COVID break. So he's made some cash, booked some decent points. Uh, it's time for him to go based on that. Uh, for my boys, the Cowboys, very tough night out on Saturday or Friday. Uh, Val Holmes and Jordan McLean both out this week. Uh, t- 
little unclear as to how long it'll be. It looks like touch and go week to week um, based on the injuries they've picked up. Uh, for this week, we'll get into the teams, but Hamaso, who replaced Val Holmes last week at fullback, will be there again this week. So exciting news for him on his second game. A lot of people will be pulling the trigger early for him. Uh, Morgo as well, my boy, also still a few weeks away, just seems to be going and going. I can't wait to bring him back in and slide <laughs> down the rankings. Bring him back in. You, you <laughs> traded him out. That's that's astounding. I know. It, broke, it absolutely broke my heart, but the injury news just wasn't good for him. So as much as I would have loved to keep him around, I've got him in draft though, as you said. I've, oh, there um, you go. Yeah. So I haven't completely lost the faith, but um, yeah, poor old Morgo. I think I heard um, tonight he's had one. another shoulder mm. clean out or something uh, just to clean up some infection. So um, remains to be seen if that sets him back at all. But I think I was reading that uh, just before. It's been a bit weird. I don't know. Lately, there seems to be a lot of like John Bateman's had to go back in to um, fix up some things. So I don't know, just surgeries that don't seem to be uh, going as successfully as, as previously. I don't know what it is, but um, yeah, a few of those little cleanouts and multiple trips to the doctor happening. So interesting. Um, big one from the weekend, Kurt Capewell. Horrible news for him. 10 plus weeks out with that knee injury. Um, very much a popular trade-in option last week and now just looms as a, a straight sell. Um, yeah, tough break for, for poor Capewell. He looked like he was finally, he found his spot in the NRL, found that spot in the Panthers pack, was getting 80 minutes. It's just heartbreaking, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. And he's one of those guys who was flagged as a potential origin player this year. Um, he's been able to find an injury in the past. So I was pretty excited to see him lock up that edge spot and just a few minutes into that game, um, knee gone. So I guess at least with Stags, he saw out the game and got a decent score on that last price rise. But if you brought in Capewell, You've copped a, I think it was three he ended up on and is a straight trade. So that's just tough for Catewell, tough for owners who brought him in. So hopefully a speedy recovery for him. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, a couple of other ones here. Dale Copley went off with an ankle injury last week, which pushed Jai Arrow to the centres and, and sort of robbed him of a lot of points. But uh, good news for the Titans. New sign in Corey Thompson slots straight in there. So uh, I don't mind Corey. He's a handy enough player. I spoke to a Tigers fan during the week. He reckons he just can't uh, ball play like some of the other premium fullbacks. So not too unhappy to see him go, but uh, I like him at the Titans there. So good news for him. Uh, for the Tigers, a couple of plays here. So Tommy Talao wasn't named this week with a hammy injury. So that one sort of came out of the woodwork today. I wasn't aware that he picked that up, but he will miss his second game. Didn't set the world on fire for that first one, but um, we'll check back in with him later in the year. Uh, but the big ones here, and I think a lot of people will be turning to you for this one, mate, but, uh, <laughs> Luciano, Luciano Lelua for the Tigers. He came off last week with an ankle injury. Uh, couldn't see the game out, but he's been named this week. Uh, it's a Saturday, the 5.30 p.m. game, so it's sort of that mid mid-weekend uh, sort of thing. But um, any news so far or is it just something we're going to have to wait and see on? Yeah, it's definitely going to be Lucy watch this week. So we had uh, coming straight off the back of Lolo watch, but at least that was uh, known pretty early on. So um, it's definitely going to be a wait and see. I think captains run like a lot of these uh, injuries where someone's named but has a bit of a cloud is going to be key. So captains run being the day before the game. So I'll uh, be keeping a close eye on that one. But 
early sort of oh, excuse me early sort of news is uh, I think uh, they seem pretty optimistic that it'll line up. So I guess that's better than uh, him being in further doubt. So fingers crossed for him. So looks okay for now, but uh, yeah, captain's run will be key for that one. Sure. Uh, as well, Matt Moylan was scratched late last week with a hammy injury. Will Kennedy got a bit of a reprieve there. Popular early season cheapy, nailed about a 50-odd. Uh, this week, again, Kennedy's been named at fullback, but Moylan's on the extended bench. So last week he was supposedly 50-50 to even make it out there. So thought for sure he'd be uh, at fullback this week. So anyone looking to play Kennedy, would you advise against that given it's so late in the week? If if you have another if you have another option, unless we hear news during the week that definitively puts Moylan in or out of that side, it's it's a big risk. Um, so I guess it comes down to who else you've got at centre wing, um, who your auto emergency might be. Like if you're going to risk it and he's ruled out, if your AE is probably not too bad, it might be worth it. But it's just tough getting that last game when you've got sort of a, a really a super coach relevant uh, potential change there. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Moylan's just one of these guys who's sort of forever <laughs> trying to make his way back into that side from injury. So could go either way at this point. But yeah, definitely a definitely a tough watch for owners uh, on that Sunday afternoon game. Mm. And it's a, against the Dogs as well, 6.30pm, so the very last game of the round. We saw what fullbacks have been doing to them. Obviously, Will Kennedy's not at quite the same level as uh, a Teddy or a Turbo, but uh, would have been a good matchup nonetheless. So uh, I think the most or the earliest we'll know is probably that first team cull, which would happen 24 hours prior. So that would be yeah. just before the 7.30pm Saturday game. So, yeah, you're not leaving yourself too much room to move if you're uh, banking on Kennedy there but um yeah fingers crossed he gets a run on anyway and and banks us some more cash he's been doing a a pretty good job so well done kennedy uh only other injuries i've got down marty tapau and moses suli so a thumb and a finger respectively so geez the hands on these guys Uh, both missing finger that was not pointing in the right direction (laughs) oh god you just that was hard to watch (laughs) yeah (laughs) meanwhile Broncos were going up 18-0 and then got run down. What was tougher to watch? Oh, thanks, mate. That's uh, a good reminder there. <laughs> I was mate, waiting. You can feed me the Warriors. Don't worry about that. Oh, I've got it. I've got it in the barrel. Don't don't worry. <laughs> I'm actually a proud New Zealand Warriors team member this year. I bought their Australian supporters pack, so it was good to see my boys uh, turn up on the week on the uh, Friday night there. Oh, they most certainly did, your boys, hey? Broncos boys. fans just love jumping. <laughs> jumping shit. Oh, that's good, mate. I think, what was it, like 15 or 20 bucks or something, the Warriors were that um, overseas fan thing? Yeah, 20 bucks. Um, when they committed to stay, I thought I'd swing them a bit of support. So I can definitely uh, pick and choose when I want to play that membership card. <laughs> Why not? Well, you got to the Knights this week, which we'll get into. We do the team, uh, the games, but um, yeah, you've got another Thursday night game, which you guys must just be hating at the moment. But uh, Warriors then play another six PM game, so who knows? You'll be all let's go on Warriors come uh, Friday <laughs> morning. I would suggest. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, ju- judiciary news, a uh, little bit coming out here. So Angus Crichton was charged today with some dangerous contact, a bit of a late hit. Uh, he put on old mate. Can't be Lachlan Lewis. Got yeah, Lockie Lewis. Uh, avoid suspension with an early guilty plea, but we'll have those carryover points throughout the year. But good news for owners there. 
Uh, Russell Packer capped off one of the worst games I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> stepped on the field. Diabolical. <laughs> oh, he just he, they got pinged for um, ruck infringement or something. They gone to take a quick tap and he's held him back. Got sin binned. Come back on. Uh, decked someone with a high tackle and now misses two games. So I don't know if he was making that side this week anyway. But um, yeah, he he will go from that pack after pretty uh, inauspicious comeback. For the cows, Tom Gilbert pleaded guilty to a crusher tackle. I thought it was probably a bit rough on him. He misses three games, uh, so opens up a spot for Peter Holler to come in there. And Kane Evans for the Eels will miss one game for a dangerous contact charge. So horrible news for Kane Evans owners. They just cannot take a break. Oh, mate, we'll, uh, we'll rough ride. Them. <laughs> if you want him in draft, I guess. <laughs> anyway, uh, let's take a quick break and then we'll launch into the team news. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Alrighty, let's go around the grounds. Teamless Tuesday news coming out of today. So first up, for Thursday night, Broncos travel down to Central Coast Stadium to face Lakey's Knights. Uh, so yet another Thursday night game. Must be loving it. But uh, team news for the Knights, Lockie Fitz, another one of Lakey's boys. He is back from injury, pushing Aiden Guerra back to the bench. Um, not much doing for Fitzy there. I don't think he's been an option for a year and a half, if you ask anyone uh, that's not a Knights fan, right? Yeah, he had that. His first season of sort of super coach relevance, he was banking tries for fun. And then I think from memory, he followed up maybe the first half of the next season and then the base uh, started falling away. And then he sort of uh, faded a bit uh, into irrelevancy from there. But with with this uh, Knights attack at the moment, if he can spark up some sort of combination, there might be some uh, greener pastures on the horizon for him. I couldn't do it myself, but I could also see some people sniffing around, uh, remembering the uh, the prior seasons where he was averaging in the 60s. Yep. Oh, well, that's it. I think it's a long time ago, but uh, I've got him in draft anyway, just in case. We'll see what happens with him there. Um, but your boys, your boys, do you want to run through, given there's not much else doing with the Knights, do you want to run through some of the changes to your guys? Yeah, so... We've got a bit of the cavalry returning. So we've got Tavita Pangai back after his suspension. And interestingly, uh, Seabold's told him to not change the way he plays, but to just basically do less stupid stuff. So what I read into that was keep being aggressive, but within the actual rules of the game and don't just sort of charge in late and knee blokes in the head and just do whatever he does on the field. So hopefully we can (laughs) get a couple of rounds out of uh, Tavita Pangai. So we've got 
Uh, Alex Glenn back as well after that uh, pretty bad looking uh, leg gash from a couple mm. of rounds ago. And then we've already touched on Stags is out. So we've got Corey Oates moving from the second row back out to the wing, which uh, interestingly he's come out and again declared his, uh, his want and will to play in that pack, um, despite a pretty uh, mediocre showing, uh, at least super coach wise, uh, uh, in that position. So we've got Farnworth coming into centre as well, off a Hengawi bench uh, and Kennedy out. So um, there's a, a fair bit of movement there and hopefully this team can uh, take some of the uh, energy from last week that was missing during the Roosters game and uh, carry that into this matchup. Yeah, a little bit interesting to watch. Everyone's been sort of waiting on these these forwards to come back because I think the Broncos themselves have just based on the way that they've been playing. So they've got a, as Wenon will continuously remind me, they've got a pretty handy run coming up. Uh, I think the Titans and maybe the Dragons over the next couple of weeks. So, Milford watch, uh, baby. Yeah, well, geez, I don't think he's ever left some of those Milford lovers' side. So <laughs> hanging on at every, every inch. But he did all right last week. I think he hit a, a 69 uh, in that defeat so looked a little dangerous with the ball in hand but I don't know for a million dollar man he just goes missing far too much for mine interesting one here Xavier Coates gets his second game for the year so another week before the price rises he was heavily involved it didn't quite translate to super coach points uh, but they look to be targeting him on that edge there at least with the kicking game he just looks like a GI clone um, and, and probably is a super coach gun down the track I don't know is that your read yeah, he was he was really exciting to watch. Like you said, some of those kicks to his wing, um, he was just rising up for him, and it he still got a forty nine, which is uh, which is not too bad, and, mm. and I think he's low two hundred thousand. So if he gets a bit of a run with uh, Stags out um, and the the back line the way it is, he could he could be pretty sneaky with that draw coming up. Like you said, with uh, sort of Titans and Dragons and that on the horizon, if he can convert some of that. That's uh, eye test form into super coach points. He could he could be a pretty handy downgrade and uh, uh, spot start in year seventeen for the next few weeks. Mm. So you got him and Hamaso, uh, who's both they're both playing the second games this week. So I think they'll be very much on the bubble. Uh, I don't know whether you pull the trigger early on on one or maybe even both, depending on what you've got with your your team there. But um, they look very much handy options over the coming weeks. Um, probably enough there about the Broncos. Yeah, TPJ will be an interesting one to watch. I think he had an 88 in the first round, so um, won't rise in price this week, but if he can just stay on the park, uh, he might be an option. Uh, the Friday 6 p.m. game, you boys, your second team, the Warriors coming up against the Bunnies. So both of these sides had pretty good wins last week uh, against the Cowboys for the Warriors and the Titans for the Bunnies. Uh, no changes for either side, as you would expect. I guess all eyes on, for mine, Latrell Mitchell at fullback there. Uh, we'll speak about him in tomorrow's trades pod, but his price has bottomed out. He's settled into that fullback spot, got a pretty handy run coming up, ticking all the boxes for mine. Uh, what are you thinking of him? Yeah, he he looked like, I mean, it was the Titans, and if anyone can play someone into form, it's the Titans, but just... I, some things I was really impressed with, his decision-making seemed to be really good. Um, he seemed to have a better knack for for when to run, when to pass, and when to sort of chime in on the attack. So I think it's really good signs that he's learning the position and starting to gel with his new team, which 
like, let's be honest, it was always going to be a bit of a slow start for him. Uh, we've seen that with attacking players going into new sides. Um, so he started slow. His fitness is getting there. Uh, his ball playing uh, is getting there. So I, I reckon he's definitely uh, legitimately on the way up. So he, he could be one of those sneaky pods you bring in uh, ahead of the curve and um, and bank some of those points while everyone's uh, just waiting, uh, sitting on the sidelines to see how he goes. Yeah, very cool. Uh, Cody Walker again, first game last week uh, against the Titans. Got a 70, pretty handy. Uh, gets another shot here against... Uh, I guess you'd say weaker opposition. So interesting to see how he kicks on. Uh, for the Warriors, so again, unchanged like the Bunnies, but Ellie Katoa and Jermaine Tanil-Brown, uh, this season's um, cheapies of the year contenders. Do you start with one, with both, with none? What are you doing with your reserves this week? Um, I'm going to play Katoa. Uh, I have every week since I brought him in. Um, don't have JTB, uh, but... They're, yeah, they're really solid. Like, you can't really go wrong with either of them. And uh, Katoa in particular, just he, he has a nose for these attacking stats. So he's he's a legitimate play just regardless of opposition right now. So I'd, I'm happily uh, playing him in my 17 at the moment. Oh, fair cool. I guess for JTB, he's got a bit of competition lurking there. He got Parsi on the extended bench. Uh, Isaiah Papali as well. Uh, he's more a, an edge forward, but um, yeah, some cavalry lurking there, but they're keep, keeping them at bay for now, which is fantastic to see. I guess Saturday or Friday's second game, uh, just, and the Sorry, Storm. mate. Um, before oh, yeah, we sorry. move on, just one thing. Uh, David Fuzitua has been named on that extended bench, and uh, in my... Warriors uh, news member pack. They were uh, pumping up the fact that he was on that extended bench, uh, and they did on socials as well. So I'd have to think he's a reasonable chance to be a late inclusion if they're uh, if they're banging on about it through all their official channels. So it wouldn't surprise me to uh, maybe come into the centres and uh, see Pompey or someone drop out with Beal to the wing. So just something to keep an eye on. I know uh, someone on Twitter was uh, pretty keen on. Fuzzy Tua's status moving forward. So if anyone else is, uh, yeah, mm. could be a chance. There you go. And you got Ken Mamalo as well. I think he's still a couple of weeks away. But, um, yeah, some cavalry returning for that Warriors backline. Good to see. Penrith in the Storm, uh, Friday, 7.55 p.m. game. Should be an absolute cracker, this one. Um, only real change for the Pennies is, as we mentioned at the top of the pod, Liam Martin coming in for the injured Kurt Capewell there. Uh, Matt Burton holds his spot on the, the interchange with Jerome Luai, who was, was pretty good last week against the Eels. Outscored Cleary, which is a bit of a, a shame for Cleary owners like myself. Um, but yeah, so I think that was the bigger question coming into this week is what they do with Isaiah Yo. So he's stayed at lock there, um, just continues to firm as a just out-and-out keeper, right? Yeah, definitely. And on one of the uh, teams pods I was on earlier in the year, uh, Wen and myself were both uh, pretty ho-hum about Yo, given his uh, past averages, particularly with that move to lock. But he's just a different beast this year. And I, I don't really know what you could put it down to. Like, I guess he's, I think he's 20, he feels like he's been around forever, but he's only 25. So he might just be hitting sort of that maturity and, uh, and uh, yeah, I don't know what it is, but. Yeah, definite, definite keeper, particularly at uh, center wing this year. I I put my towel between my legs and brought him in uh, the week after I I uh, talked him down, so he's in my side. 
Oh, girl, that reminds me of something we've completely skipped over, may I ask you. How last week went? Gee, I had it all set up, ready to go. I think I must have just felt a bit sorry. (laughs) But if you can just go back to last week, we didn't touch on this, but who did you end up trading in? Uh, Given it was the week to trade in Bradman Best and and Harry Grant, who did you end up going with? Yeah, so uh, controversial, I know. Um, The the turnstiles were welcomed. Um, Fui Mayono uh, into the side uh, instead of best, uh, a decision that was made probably one minute after the Knights kicked off and I realised I'd uh, forgotten to make the trade. <laughs> so, oh, And I think God, I subsequently... I it but, just happens. This this has happened to us all. It's horrible. I forgot the. Normally, I do a reminder, and particularly this year's season with all the lingering sort of COVID laid out. So I'm not trading anyone before I have to. Yep. And I forgot the reminder on my phone, and then I thought, well, when I do my late mail, like my game day mail, an hour out, that'll probably prompt my memory. I think I did that. Did did something else, and just as I realised, I heard the boys running onto the field and I'd missed that lockout. So uh, it was it was crisis mode and I, we uh, thought, surely Fui Mayono, uh named on an edge, could at least maybe uh, come mm. close to replicating that score. So not only did he not, but I also played him ahead of Zach Lomax, who would have been the play- better play anyway. So absolute uh, debacle there, which uh, was... I guess semi-offset by uh, Teddy Captain, but yeah. what could have been if I made actual uh, decent decisions? Oh, mate, it can happen to the best of us as it's happened to you. Like, you're the late mail guy and <laughs> you got timed out. It's just, it's a funny old game. And yeah, at the end of the day, you balanced out. You did miss Brad and Best, I think, 150K cash rise this week. Um, but, you know. You never know what Fui will do this week, I guess. He's got the old Titans, so... You never know. We'll see. Pod move. Pod play. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll love it. Uh, I'll, do, I'll do something that like that at the end by the end of the year, so all good. Uh, for the Storm, back on track against the Penrith Panthers. Not really too much going on there for them, so Brandon Smith moves back to the bench. He was a late starter last week. Uh, still out for them, Kami Kamitha. I think he's still a, a week or two away, so the forward pack remains pretty well unchanged. Jerome Hughes is on that extended reserves, so he looks like he might be. Uh, I thought he was due a bit, due out a bit longer, but uh, Riley Jacks might, uh, yeah, be looking over his shoulder over this week and next. Um, anything else catch your eye for the Storm before we move on? No, not really much doing there. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if we see that late switch again. Um, Bellamy's done that the last couple of rounds now where he's brought um, Brandon Smith on. Um, on team lists, he generally, he'll bring him on at, um, he's been bringing him on at prop in place of Welch, but finucane has been moving up to that prop spot and Smith has been playing through the lock position. So it wouldn't really surprise me to see him do that again, but Apart from that, there's not not too much doing uh, mail-wise for the Storm. Cool. All righty. Titans and the Dragons. So, cracking game on an afternoon. So, who knows what the hell we're going to see here. But for the, the home team, uh, Suncorp Stadium it is. New signing, as we mentioned, Corey Thompson slots into fullback, moving Sammy to the wing. A couple of people asking, I think, on Twitter earlier this week around Corey Thompson. I'll have to dig out what Wenon came up with, but... Um, Based on what he's pushed out in terms of 
uh, Supercoach output in his time at the Tigers in that position, I think it was around a 50-point average. So probably not going to get too much more moving to a team like the Gold Coast. But any interest from you? Not really. 50 sounds about right. Um, I think his averages don't change too much between wing and fullback. Um, yeah, I, I don't think you could bring in any uh, attacking players from the Titans unless they're sort of in that bottom dollar range. Um, so not too much interest from me there. I, I do hope he plays well, though. But I was hmm. I feel a bit for Sammy. He, he looked pretty good at fullback. So um, they've always said they prefer him on the wing, but I, I thought he was uh, looking decent in a lot of those games, like running the ball pretty hard, um, looked pretty involved. So, yeah, good on him for the last few rounds, but back out to the wing now. Yeah, he scored that winning try against the Tigers, um, pushing through at fullback there. I've got him in draft as well, probably move him on. Uh, sitting on the wing there but um, yeah he's done quite well there and a guy I had my eye on at the start of the year um, hasn't quite uh, kicked on like some of the other guys but um, yeah done pretty well for himself there nothing else doing really for the Titans there still holding firm still got a Jared Wallace on the extended reserves which is yeah, just mind-boggling when you think he's an origin rep and um, who else they're missing Shannon Boyd he's not even there so yeah, interestingly enough, you got Mo Moaki Fodawaka still in that front row rotation, starting prop. He's been banging out some pretty handy scores, um, so he's one I think a few people have been eyeing off. Anything else for the Titans, mate? Not particularly. Um, yeah, what a fall from grace from Jared Wallace. Like it kind of came out of nowhere. Like Origin player, starting prop, had a pretty handy average last year. Then all of a sudden. Holbrook's come in just not a fan at all, and he's just straight out of the side. <laughs> so, um, yeah, tough tough uh, run for old Wallace there. But, yeah, super coach-wise, uh, Fodawaka, um, absolute uh, gun on the park. Um, I grabbed him in draft, so very happy with how that went. Looks like he's just churning out 60s for fun. So, um, yeah, very happy with what he's doing. Uh, whether we can fit him in or not, that's a different story. But, uh, yeah, on field, uh, definitely definitely a form player at the moment. Mm. Uh, Jai Aru named it lock again. So he had a very interesting game out. As we mentioned, went off with a rib complaint, came back on and then played mostly centre. I just can't – yeah, I don't own him. I know a lot of people do, but it's just week to week. He's a tough watch um, for both owners and non-owners. You just don't know what's going to happen. Uh, fingers crossed for him. You start seeing more regular minutes. Um, but, yeah, rib issues, especially like that, that seem to flare up every now and again, just um, don't bode too well. So yeah, it'd be a little, I think, when and call it's not a you know super large problem or anything. But, um, yeah, I don't know if he's a season-long keeper, unfortunately. Yeah. For, yeah, for your boys, the Dragons. Well, my the, boys. Your boys. I guess they've got <laughs> Fui Maono in there. <laughs> yeah, true. Into. My boy, uh, Fui Maono. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Nothing points on changed. an edge. <laughs> we'll see. You might get more involved. Uh, nothing much doing from there outside of um, what have you got? Cam McInnes still at hooker there, so he'll spell uh, with Ben Hunt again. That rotation seemed to work last week. Um, but, yeah, outside of that, anything doing for the Dragons there? No surprises? No, no real surprises. I mean, we saw a lot of the surprises in the late mail uh, before they ran out. With, with that big spine switch, you had Hunt, um, million dollars on the uh, interchange there, and ironically had his uh, best super coach score of the season in that 14 jersey. So go figure. Um, but what's really interesting, I saw an article that there, <laughs> and this is uh, only ever going to happen in a Mary side, 
they've got a committee who now is voting on their side, basically. So they've got Mary Flano and two other guys who they're basically doing like a fo- it's not even an odd number, right? So, um, but they're they're voting on who will be in that side. So that's just. It's bizarre. What's the point of having a head coach? Well, after they they had a prime chance to sack him as well, and they've stood by him and then just given him like a selection by committee. And um, in in a chat with some of my mates, we were sort of likening it to like when a kid asks you to drive the car and you give them the fake steering wheel and they're like, look at me, Mar, I'm driving the car. Um, (laughs) It feels like one of those scenarios. So I have no idea what's going on there, but Whatever it, whatever it was, it worked for them last week, upsetting the uh, Sharkies there. So see if they can keep that going. Yeah, poor old Mary. It's not even his side in the end, and he's um, having to front the media and all that. So he's the face of all the, the bad stuff going on. But he's to his credit, he did, though. Side. Like, he, he came out in front of the media. So got to give him credit for that, knowing full well what he was going to be walking into. So... Uh, well done on him getting his first win anyway. Hopefully it's onwards and upwards for them. Uh, Saturday's second game, 5.30, Tigers and the Cowboys. So a lot of changes in this one. Uh, injury related for a lot of them, which we touched on at the top. Uh, you got Russell Packer who drops out from for suspension and just general terribleness. Tommy Talao misses his second game with a hammy injury. Robert Jennings comes back into the side for him. Uh, nothing really super coach relevant there. Zane Musgrove continues to hold down his starting prop spot, but I think he only hit about a 35, uh, which isn't the worst for a, a guy basically at bottom dollar if you've still got him around uh, this season. But, um, yeah, he'll get another run around there. Uh, the big one, as we said, Lucy uh, named at second row there, but might not, yeah, I mean, he didn't look good coming off the, the field there and he sounds a bit touch and go. But, um, yeah, keep your eye on your Twitter feed coming into that uh, Friday Friday, 5.30, 24 hours before this one, just to see if there are any late cuts. Um, who else you got? Yeah, Billy Walter's still off that bench. So hopefully Harry Grant plays the 80 again like he did last week. He, he looked like he was doing it pretty tough out there, but I guess you would when you got the likes of Josh Papali and that running at you, but um, uh, held his spot there with a the four-forward bench. So good news, I guess. You've got him, right? You just missed best, but you've got Grant. <laughs> I've got Grant, mate. I went a week early on him, actually, to free me up for the uh, the best and gun trade-in. Uh, so, uh, well, the best and Teddy trade, which turned into, uh, as we know, the, the Teddy and uh, Fui Mayano uh, trade, which is pretty mixed. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> Thanks no, for... not the worst I've seen. <laughs> You've got Harry. I've That's got, I've got Harry. I've got Harry. No, all good. All good. Alrighty, speaking of not good, uh, the North Queenslanders. So they have quite a few changes here. So as you mentioned, Hamaso comes in at fullback. So he just slotted straight in. He moved from the wing into fullback and just looked like he belied his age. He's 18 years old and the kid's just an absolute freak. So uh, 69 points last week. Uh, I don't know if you, I don't know, if you bring him in, whether you're playing this week, center wing's a bit of a tough spot with a lot of outs at the moment. So maybe you do this week. Uh, we'll see what happens there. Connolly Lamulu, sorry if I've butchered that one, which I'm sure I have. We didn't go through that one with Anton. Uh, but <laughs> Connolly, he makes his debut. Uh, Ex-Bulldog comes to the Cowboys there, young fella. Uh, starts in on the wing there. Uh, Frank Mollo starts at prop there for uh, the injured Jordan McLean. So Mollo's been a bit of a um, 
Yeah, Silent Achiever this year. I think he's almost hit about 100k in price rises. So scored a try last week and been doing a hell of a lot of work. So um, yeah, he's about 300k at the start of this year. I think he's nearly 400. So well done, Frank. Yeah, Moller. just to tick over 400 now. Yeah, uh, good stuff. He's uh, he's been one of our best for the last couple of years, which isn't saying much. But um, yeah, good to see him rewarded with the starting spot. Uh, good one for me here. Benny Hampton comes on to the bench, so he'll be in that utility role he's played at previously. Break-even of about 23, so touch and go whether he actually makes that or not. But uh, fingers crossed he comes onto the park and sneaks a try or something like that. Uh, would be good for him. He's been a great early cash cow. Uh, Peter Holler comes in for his first game this season. Um, he's almost a, a Lolo clone, so he won't get a hell of a lot of minutes here. But uh, good to see some of the young brigade getting a, a shot here by Paul Green. Uh, his hand was a little forced, but um, no, I, I kind of like the team given some of the outs that we've got. So who knows what the hell we're going to get with this one. Uh, last chance to get a dig at the Cowboys, mate. No, mate. Uh, I think... I, I can't do it to you, in all uh, honesty, as a, <laughs> a Broncos fan. I think I'll keep my shots in the barrel for when we notch up a couple of wins ourselves. Um, but, yeah, Hammer, he just – look, his, his first thing I recall from that game was just a, a shocking sort of defensive read where he came completely off his wing and just let in that soft try. And I thought, oh, no, he's he's sort of had a tough, uh, tough intro to first grade. But then after that, just – looked abs- ab- like an absolute weapon. So uh, mm. good times ahead for him at fullback, I think. Um, and Hampton, at least we've got a couple of downgrade options there. Uh, so you've got you've got Hammer himself, you've got potentially Coates next week. So it, it's, it's not an alarming utility because there are a couple options there. Um, not ideal, but not, not worst case. Yeah, I, I think he'll probably get about 20, 30 minutes out there. At the most, Reese Robson's starting nine at the moment. Uh, got through 80 last week, so it's got the motor. But I think, um, yeah, Paul Green would probably prefer a bit of zip coming out of dummy half. So hopefully Hampton gets out there and it's not because of injury. But we'll see yeah. how that goes. Just acknowledging uh, S on yeah. Masters, though, before we move on. Oh, just yeah. putrid. And that sin binning, just to, just to cap it off in the, the dying moments of a loss. Just <laughs> oh, wouldn't that kill you? And he's he's like ten or twelve percent or something owned, so he was pretty popular coming back from COVID break. And yeah, that would have just absolutely killed you. Let in about three tries. I think it was must have been ten seconds to go. Yep, I've got him. So that was that was fun. And I greatly enjoyed owning both Drinky and Masters the week before, where they got that disallowed try that robbed both of them. So really, really fun ride oh, as they are. Yep. A master's owner Jeez. bringing him in for that Titans game when he was averaging 60 with zero attacking stats. So definitely, definitely not bitter at all about uh, old mate Essan. Yeah, he's got the old team this week. So, yeah, he probably cut his missed tackles from five to three or something. We'll see. <laughs> we can only uh, hope. Saturday's, Saturday's final game, Roosters and the Eels. Another great matchup here, top of the table. Uh, probably won't go into too much detail for these guys. So for the Roosters, JWH was a laid out last week. And he's back this week, pushes Lindsay Collins to the bench. Um, Orbo Gun still in the 19 extended bench. So the fear was that he was going to come back and eat into some of Crichton's minutes, but yeah, it's not the case. So Angus looks well and truly a, a good buy at this stage, at least with the Roosters form. Um, anything for the Chooks catch your eye? Um, nothing outside of what I think we already know. Just Teddy Masterclass, he's... 
gold has him projected to hit $1 million in two weeks, which is just absolutely astounding. So whether he gets there or just falls short, it's that's just ridiculous cash to uh, try and get him into your side if you don't have him already. Yeah, that's it. I mean, you, do you bank the cash when he hits that million if he does and you know, trade him down? or like, it's, a, it's a tough call because you want those points week to week. So I'm sure that'll become a dilemma in a, in a couple of weeks' time. But, yeah, it's, it's great to be on that side of owning him anyway. So I think in a couple of weeks he's got a... I think like he's got the top of the table clash this week. Let me just find it. So he's got Storm round eight, and he's got oh, what do we got? Cowboys Raiders. Uh, so maybe a bit of a mixed one. Yeah. Well, I think I had a look today, and Teddy's uh, one of his lowest scoring opponents is the Cowboys. I think he's maxed out at about eighty points in his career. Similarly against the Broncos, I think he's pretty. Pretty stingy. So, uh, yeah, the old Cowboys, they know what to do with Teddy. Yeah, definitely. Oh, definitely don't <laughs> captain him that round. <laughs> yeah, the old mighty Cowboys. All right. Uh, for their opponents, the Roosters this week, Parramatta. So the only change for them is a forced one. Uh, you've lost Kane Evans there, and he gets replaced by Oregon Kafusi. So all eyes on Ryan Madison and also Nathan Brown, who I thought was pretty good last week coming back from suspension. So he's set the well, started with a head full of steam and continued that right the way through. Not the super coach output you probably are uh, going to want to see to to look at him as an option, but um, for Parramatta he just does good things. So well done for him. Uh, anything else for Parramatta? No, I think they're they're another lineup that's very settled. So I th- I think uh, we know who all the main people to target there. Um, uh, Maddo just keeps getting it done. Um, Brownie, look, he does everything at a hundred percent, which I guess is why he's always an injury or suspension risk. But um, he's he he had a good first game back, so good on him. Um, but I think we all know who all the uh, main people are for the Eels. Yep, good one. Uh, four o'clock, so it's the scheduled one. We don't know what, know what happened last week with uh, Aiden Tolman's kid, but uh, hopefully this one goes ahead. Um, another good one. This, this week's full of them. It's uh, a good Raiders round, eh? Manly. Yeah, jeez. you got uh, Dragons and the Titans at one <laughs> end of the scale. Cowboys and Tigers, the old eight and ninth, and then uh, a few top-of-the-table clashes. So, no, loving it. Should be a good weekend to sit back and watch some footy. Uh, this one from... Uh, where is it? Campbelltown in Sydney. So hopefully weather stays dry for this one. Raiders and Manly, that could put on an attacking clinic here. Uh, I guess for the Raiders, uh, Corey Horsburgh had a bit of uh, food poisoning last week, so a bit of dodgy Mexican during the week had him sitting out. He slots straight back in at lock. No other changes into that starting side. On the bench, Bailey Simonson drops off to the extended reserves and Hudson Young gets his first game this year. Oh. So it's been a long time, long time to sit and think about. Is it the eye gouge? Yeah, it was it was his second eye gouge, I think, in only a few rounds of each other. He got one and then I'm trying to remember now, it was either one of his first few games back, he did it again. So he's just yep. <laughs> What are you doing, Hudson? Like you can you can't accidentally sort of eye gouge someone twice in pretty much as many weeks. Like just uh, Josh McGuire probably out. begged to differ. Yeah, yeah, actually, <laughs> no, well, that's that's true. Oh, <laughs> uh, he's, he's our grub now. They don't worry. Uh, I guess that's probably enough said about the Raiders uh, as is for them. Manly, on the other hand, a uh, couple of outs for them. So we mentioned Marty Tapao, Moses Suley gone, Corey Waddell. Uh, not too sure what the story is with him there. Injury, he just dropped. 
Yeah, I can't remember actually. I um, I didn't see too. I didn't pay too much attention to him. Um, nah. to be honest, nah, so. it's not twenty nineteen anymore. So whatever, we'll move on. Yeah. Uh, for the for their back line, Brendan Elliott comes in for Suley. So a bit of a is he a ranger as well? No, it's Brad Parker. That's Parker. Um, but yeah. We'll see. Uh, could be a good matchup there for likes of George Williams if you got an underdone Elliot. Uh, interesting one there. AFB, who I thought was pretty good against you guys last week, um, hasn't had a, a lot of minutes this year and, and fallen back a little bit. But we saw what he could do last year, probably a career year for him. Uh, last week against you guys, he was just offloading a wheel, busting tackles, um, took the line on a fair few hit-ups. So he gets another shot in that starting rotation this week. Uh, got my eye on him. Probably... Uh, need to see a bit more and, and see what happens when Tapao gets back. But um, yeah, AFB, had you forgotten about him? Oh, I'd, I'd had my eye on him as sort of because coming into the season, I think everyone was pretty high on him. And then he had that surgery and he was set to miss a couple of rounds. And then we were worried if he was underdone. And he sort of come back in, chugged along a bit, got dropped to the bench. So that didn't look promising. And then just looked absolutely fierce on the field, just attacking at will, uh, looked very dangerous. So if he can get another couple of rounds uh, just to prove that output's uh, stable, he's he's not the worst shout. It's just front row forward's just one of those positions. So, like, you got Haas and then you got guys like Twal and if you've got a Carrigan there, like, do you drop one of them for him or do you just not bring him in? So interesting one uh, moving forward. He's not in my plans right now, but he could be if he uh, puts on uh, a few good matches in a row. Yeah, he's, he's dropped to 530k, lost 78 on off of his starting price, and he's got to break even to 78 this week. So, yeah, interesting one to watch, as Nick would say. Uh, for the Manly side, the only other change is Curtis Sirenen back from injury, slots straight back into that second row. Uh, so not much else super coach relevant there, is there? No, I, I think we've covered all the main ones there. Match of the round, Sharks and Doggies, hey? the old closer. So 6.30 p.m. on a Sunday night game. Uh, enjoying these ones. For the Sharks, we mentioned right off the top, Will Kennedy gets his spot back in that fullback role again. He's been named there, but you got Matt Moylan lurking. So as we said, just um, tough to slot uh, Kennedy in there despite the, the matchup this week. And, yeah, it's just too much of a risk given how late this game is. But, um, yeah. Interesting to see what happens with Moylan there. Hopefully, Kennedy gets a run. Uh, Johnson named at 5 8. A few, I don't know whether it's serious or not, going around on Twitter that he might be getting the chop given some of his poor performances. But um, yeah, given his name there, he's dropped to 470k. Looms is a very good play over the coming weeks, I'd imagine. So I've, I've actually brought him in, probably going to it tomorrow's pod, but I've, I've brought him in this week. I like his uh, his matchup here. But, um, yeah, do you got any inside info on SJ's security? Yeah, I've, I've seen the chat as well, but I think it's more just people speculating um, than anything sort of coming from any official sources. Like, I think after a few losses, everyone's under review, but... From what I've seen, um, it was more so just punters saying like, well, he's not playing well. You've got Moylan who had that reasonable game in the halves. Um, Kennedy's doing all right for himself. So I think people just maybe uh, floating some stuff out there. But I I wouldn't think he's in any uh, serious uh, trouble there. I've got him on my side and he's he's come good the last couple of rounds and he's got uh, a decent schedule. So hoping for a few uh, big scores from SJ. Definitely not running the ball as much, um, but 
but if he can keep keep getting some of these try assists and maybe a, he got he got denied that try on the weekend too so he could uh, i think it was an obstruction or something so could have been uh, a lot higher as well so hopefully he can start converting some of those uh, attacking chances but don't hate having him in my side right now uh, particularly with this round coming up Yep, no, very cool. Uh, for the prop rotation, Andrew Fafita gets a second game back there. Uh, pretty ordinary last week, had a couple of those crabbing runs, but just looks still hampered by injury. He's dropped to 493k with a break-even of 89. Um, yeah, steering well clear of Fifi at this stage. Uh, he has fallen a long way. How uh, good Jack is his Williams hair, though? Went... Oh, God, man. he's um... Him and Arrow, yeah. just rocking it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is just a race to get the shittest chop. Uh, they need some highlights in it, though. A little, um, yeah, little Slim Shady sort of stuff going there. <laughs> just added effect. 100%. Uh, good on him. Jack Williams gets starting lock spot over Toby Rudolph this week. So I think that was a late change up last week, if I'm not mistaken. Toby Rudolph coming into the starting side. Uh, yeah, is that any, any likelihood of that happening again this week? Uh, potentially, but I don't think it really impacts either of them. Uh too much super coach wise uh, they plugged Rudolph in uh, in the front row for Fafita and his scores just seem to be around that sort of 50 mark so um, and I don't think too many of us probably have Jack Williams anymore so um, even if they do swap I don't think it's going to have uh, too much of an impact Fair cool. I think Rudolph's still got a, maybe one more price rise in him so that's handy enough despite the benching um, Connor Tracy is back to the extended reserves. Uh, I think either Royce Hunt or Talakai coming in for him on that bench there. But he actually spelled Blake Braley for a bit last last round. So he's still got Blake Braley uh, for whatever reason. Like if you fell asleep on uh, pre-trade as you All did the with Styles this. and uh, <laughs> just blatantly didn't bring in a player you should have, you might still have him kicking around. Yeah, God. See you later, Blake. Uh, Doggy is a little interesting. So Nick Meany, um, he was part of the trade or interesting trades the last round. So someone <laughs> traded out Kurt, Kurt Capewell for him. Meany ended up on a 13. Capewell got a three. Um, Absolute so crystal ball stuff. <laughs> yeah, well, well, they both ended up in the same spot because Nick Meany's out as well. Uh, so, yeah, Jake Avarillo gets another start in the wing spot there. He's been a handy enough cheapie. I think this is his fourth game now. I think he's had one price rise. From memory, um, had that early game off the bench, uh, I think in round two against the Cowboys. So uh, he's probably had one price rise, but good news for owners there. He looked like one of the better dogs in that um, defeat against the Chooks. But yeah, uh, Will Hopawadi again at fullback. I really like that. Interesting to keep my eye on that over the, the next couple of weeks. No, I don't. Um, I've got him in draft, with... mate. Do not bring in Ooh. Will Hopawadi. He is. <laughs> I've got him in my draft <laughs> side, so he is going to get hurt. Minute one on negative one uh, for your side if you uh, bring him in. There you go. That's what I wanted to know. So now I'm happy with Luttrell. Do you have Luttrell? I don't have Luttrell. I was I was playing around with my side today post lockout, just trying to get him in, but I, I don't think I can make it happen this week with uh, McInnes looking like a priority trade. And uh, and I hear there's a uh, young gun called Bradman Best kicking around who I should probably look into. So. <laughs> Might uh, try and fit the young bloke in and see how he goes. Uh, how good. All righty. Is there anything else before you wanted to touch on before we wrap this one up? No, mate. I think we've covered all the main talking points there. So uh, nothing standing out that we haven't covered. 
Uh, sounds good. We hit the 55-minute mark, so or 54. So we've done well. We always love talking on these things. I hope you have a long commute. But uh, I always say fast-forward us to 1.5. Uh, speaking to a few people <laughs> about this, like to get through a podcast these days, you've just got to have it on one and a half or even two. Um, yeah, just well, you'll never go back and you'll be able to fit so much more in. So highly recommended. But uh, no, no, other than that, it's been uh, great to chat, mate. Uh, always like hearing these stories. It makes me feel a little bit better about uh, sometimes some of my own team goes and I'm glad you're willing to share. Much appreciated. Yep, no dramas, mate. Uh, always happy to make other super coaches feel good about themselves. So just uh, <laughs> hit me up on Twitter if you've had a dud round and I'll, uh, I'll uh, tell you some tales and you'll go out of it feeling uh, pretty good. I love it, mate. All good. Well, last time we had you on here, mate, you finished with the Postman Pat theme song. We won't be doing that this week, but if you could give us a, a rendition of Simply the Best to see us out. Oh, Lord. Simply the Best. Dun, 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 dun. It's better than all the rest. I'm going to call it there. Oh, the passion. I love it. Oh, Bradman Best. Here we come. I uh, love it, mate. Thank you very Gotta much. Commit. We'll chat Gotta to you commit next to these. <laughs> oh, good. See you, mate. See ya. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 